Is it me you're looking for? Just kidding. Hello, it's uh, me, your friendly Coffee Talks host, Tom, uh, and welcome back to another episode. It's going to be a good one. Uh, it's another solo session, uh, sitting here drinking some actually cold brew coffee. Uh, kind of concocted it and kept it savoured and cold and brewed, hence it's cold brew coffee. It's delicious. So I'm drinking that out of a bottle because, I don't know. That's kind of what I had it in the fridge as, and I couldn't be bothered to get it out. And you know, that's how life is sometimes. You just can't be bothered to get the cold brew out of the bottle and into a glass or a cup. <clears throat> but that's life. That is life. What is happening? Uh, thank you again for listening. Um, yeah, I really appreciate everyone that tunes in and listens to this podcast. And I know I say that every week, but I actually really genuinely do appreciate Every single one of you, uh, I wish that I could personally shake your hand and thank you each individually. However, the logistics of that is not very uh, very practical because as of this week over the stats, I have had over 550 listens in all time. So that's quite a few of you for this will be the 12th episode. Uh, so that's quite a few people, and so the logistics of that is probably, yeah, as I said, not practical, but thank you. Take this as a handshake from me. Shake that hand. Uh, give yourself a crisp high five, a pat on the back, uh, and I really appreciate it. And if you want to reach out and give me any feedback, you can find me on Instagram at Tom DeWire, T-H-O-M, or you can go to my website, actually, and go through there as well. There's a contact page. Give me some information. I'd love your feedback, positive and or negative. I uh, would love to know what you think and any ideas you have, anything you would like to hear, anything you'd like to see, uh, give me your honest and real opinions and feedback. That would be amazing. Uh, but as for now, let's get into the episode. Today's episode is just going to be a bit of a life, kind of a life update, you know, just trying to keep you up with the deal, with the sitch, with the current, with the norm, the day-to-day, the what's happening in the life of Tom. Uh, there's a whole bunch of things. This week has been absolutely mental. So we are now the fourth day of October as I'm recording this. Uh, and I basically spent the last weekend down in Melbourne or in Mudgee in Melbourne. So I shot a wedding in Mudgee, then traveled straight to Sydney, flew straight to Melbourne, got off a plane straight into another wedding. So that was a hectic weekend. Uh, but I spent some time in Melbourne, which was amazing because I love Melbourne. One of my favorite cities in Australia. That being said, I haven't really done, you know, the western side of Australia, which I probably should do. Uh, so I'll find a way to get over there at some point. Uh, if you're getting married in western Australia or anything like that, need a wedding photographer, hit a guy up. That could be my way over there, perhaps. Perhaps that could be this. Um, but basically, I went to Melbourne because I had a friend reach out to me. Uh, if you're listening to this episode, Jonathan, shout out to you. Thank you for uh, contacting me and getting me the help. But he basically is like, yeah, bro, I need some help with a wedding I've got down here. Uh, are you free? Do you want to come down? And it was a bit of a, a bit of a way up situation because uh, you know, for me, it was going to be forty eight hours with two hours sleep and a whole lot of travel and work. Um, but it kind of weighed out in the end that it was going to work out best. I had to visit my printers at some point, 
And uh, I have a friend who also lives in Melbourne, Meg, shout out to you as well, who's probably moving overseas. So I was like, look, I want to catch up with you before you go. And yeah, so it kind of just worked out to be a trip that was going to be really good and could allow me to catch up with everyone, you know, kill two birds with one stone or kill five birds, really, because it was kind of like five things I really did. Um, so yeah, that was my trip to Melbourne. It was short, it was sweet, it was from a Sunday morning very early to a Wednesday afternoon, but it was nice. Uh, so I'm going to update you. That's The reason I went was, like I said, because I shot a wedding for a friend. Uh, he needed some help, and I was like, hey, man, I'm down. need to come to Melbourne anyway, so might as well make it happen. So I took that opportunity, flew down, shot a wedding alongside him, kind of, and that was great. Uh, and then, yeah, so the other reason I needed to see my printers uh, is because I wanted to talk about an exhibition uh, I've been thinking about it for a long time, and you've heard me mention it either on Instagram or potentially on my YouTube, wherever you follow me. I tend to mention things across all my platforms, uh, but obviously I did a Canada trip this year, and I was just pretty keen to print some big, big-ass photos, um, and so that was the plan, and I was going to do it this year as soon as I got back from Canada, but then that just didn't work out because I spent too much money in Canada, and that was going to be hard to do, and then I was going to do it in November, and but I've just, I've underestimated how much work goes into an exhibition. Um, there's a lot that goes into it, really. Not just the printing. You've got to think about the logistics and have the gallery, obviously, which I have. But you, there's a lot that goes into it. So I've I made the decision after speaking with my printers uh, down in Melbourne, Hound and Bone Studio, incredible printers. Print lots through them. Any prints you order off my website will come through them. So you can still get prints if you would like. Uh, but there's just no Canada ones up because I was saving them for this exhibition. Uh, but I spoke with them and we kind of didn't really answer all the questions I had or they had, but it kind of gave us a, a way forward, which was sweet. So we now have a direction. Uh, we have a plan. Uh, so the, the exhibition has been put off until like February 2019, just because I want to make sure that I can do it well and do it right. So keep your ears uh, to the ground because there will be an exhibition coming in February 2019 of Canada photos. I was I was on board. I was unsure, sorry, as to whether that was going to be too late from you know my Canada trip. But in the end, I just went, who cares? I want to do an exhibition of photos from eight months ago. I can do an exhibition of eight months ago. It's fine. It doesn't bother me. I can do whatever I like because it is my work and my art. So there will be an exhibition coming as to when. Exactly, I haven't got that, but I will work on that, and you will see stuff, uh, some social media and some invites and such like that. Uh, if you want an invite to that, head over to my website, tomdewey.com, and go to the contact page and just shoot me an email saying invite, and I will personally make sure that you get an invite. That would be amazing. Uh, but that will be happening, so I will be doing an exhibition of Canada prints. Uh, I've just got to work out and make everything happen properly and done well, not just half-assed. I don't want to do it crappy. I want to make sure I get it done right. So that's the plan. Uh, but I also got to catch up with a lot of friends in Melbourne. Uh, that was wicked. So thank you to all my friends down there and people that caught up. Uh, that was really, really fun. I love people. So, you know, I'm always down for catching up with people. Um, that was really good. And, and lots of coffee. Because coffee obviously is like a huge part of my life, hence why I have a podcast called Coffee Talks, and I'm drinking coffee currently. Uh, so yeah, I had lots and lots of coffee. Uh, Melbourne, Australia is quite known for having really, really good cafes, really good coffee, 
Um, just that whole kind of coffee culture and vibe is just everywhere in Melbourne. So I, I did a lot of cafes. I, I was keeping count at some point over the weekend of how many coffees I was going to have because it kind of was just going to be fun because I knew it was going to be a lot of coffees because I was just traveling and whatever. And I think uh, over three days, originally I got up to like 15 coffees. And then I just lost count after that because things just got crazy and I just, you know, I just lost count because I was catching up with friends over coffee and I didn't want to be rude and take a photo or I forgot to take a photo and so I have no idea what I really had. Uh, however, I do know on the last day I, I, I started the day with a barista's breakfast so it was a flat white, uh, the house blend and then there was a Kenyan espresso shot to follow and then after that was a batch brew from Ethiopia. Uh which was really delicious. That was a great way to start the day. Probably a lot of coffee. Most people wouldn't have done that, but hey, I was I was stoked on it. It was delicious, and that was how I started my last day, plus lots of other coffee after that. So yeah, that was kind of my trip to Melbourne. It was just a whirlwind of people, coffee, creativity, and just fun. Uh, and I'm not complaining at all. It was, it was amazing. Um, and I'll definitely do it again. I love Melbourne. Um, if you, if you have anywhere you reckon I should visit in Australia, let me know. Uh, send me a DM or an email. Um, I think I want to do Brisbane. I haven't... I've stopped into Brisbane before. Like, I, I've been on a trip with the family when I was younger, and we stopped into parts of Brisbane. Um, but I haven't actually spent a whole heap of time in Brisbane. So, I'm thinking maybe I could be... could make a trip to Brisbane at some point. Don't know when, don't know why or what I'll do or who I'll see, uh, but Brisbane is probably a place I will go. But Perth is also pretty cool, I've heard, so maybe I'll do Perth. I don't know. Tell me what you think. Let me know. Let's let's. Maybe I should build my travel itinerary by what people say. Um, we'll figure that out. Anyway, uh, so yeah, again, this, this episode of the podcast is a bit of a life update. Uh, I've got some cool things coming up on the horizon, which I'm pretty, pretty stoked about including going away this weekend with friends. Uh, so I originally kind of had a, a wedding book to cover another photographer again on the Central Coast, uh, and things didn't work out there, which is cool, but I had booked the accommodation and booked an Airbnb. Uh, on a side note, how good is traveling with Airbnb? Um, I don't know if you travel with Airbnb or not, um, and this is not sponsored or anything like that. I actually have an affiliates link with What If, which is hotels and stuff. But I actually tend to travel with uh, Airbnb quite a lot, purely because uh, sometimes it works out to be cheaper, but you can kind of, I just find they're bigger. Hotel rooms are nice. Uh, hotels are great if you just don't want to do anything, If particularly if you know it's got the service, it's got restaurants, pools, bars, you know, all that kind of stuff you could need. I sometimes I love a holiday where you just don't have to do anything or think about anything, but Airbnbs are just really, really fun. Uh, so not sponsored or anything. If you love Airbnbs, just check them out. It's always great. Uh, if you want to book travel and you can book through my affiliate link, that's cool, but not sponsored, nothing like that. Um, so yeah, I have an Airbnb booked with some friends this weekend. We're just going to go away and just... Actually, we're going to have a social media free weekend. Uh, which is going to be different for me um, because I, and it was actually my idea, believe it or not. I know people that know me think that that's going to be really hard, but I'm actually really keen to just Friday night, Friday morning, afternoon, whatever, just shut off and be like, see guys, I'm having a weekend. And uh, I mean, I don't even have to do that really. Like, It's so funny. So there's been this thing that's going around lately that uh, I don't know if you've seen it or not called the 30 day social media detox. Uh, 
uh, and everyone's logging off for a month or whatever. And it's funny because everyone is telling people they're logging off for a month. Like they're, they're going, hey, guys, I'm just going to be off my social media for a month. So if you need to contact me, contact me via this way or I'm going to be switching off or deleting this or whatever. Like, do we really need to do that? You know, if we're doing a detox, do we really need to justify and explain in advance why we're leaving to people? Uh, or should we just be going? Should we just be leaving? Um, I don't know, just some food for thought there. Uh, maybe I'll do a podcast on social media and episodes and such like that one day. Um, because some interesting things have happened with Instagram and people leaving, but that's all right. That's going to bore some people, so I won't start that here. But yeah, we're just going to take a weekend away some friends. It was my idea to do a no, no technology, no phone, social media. Uh, I'm undecided as to whether I'll take my camera and make a vlog out of it. Um, and take photos, or whether I just want to take my film camera and shoot just some film. Um, I'm thinking I might shoot just film, but then film for vlog. Does that make sense? <laughs> shoot photos just on a film camera, but then film video for a vlog. That makes more sense, probably, for what you can understand over the voice medium um but that's gonna be super fun super stoked to just get away with some friends have a good time try some good food again and yeah just hang out because i travel a lot on my own for work so it's good to travel with other people sometimes even though it's only down to sydney it'll still be pretty wicked so very keen for that uh, i've got some cool podcasts lined up obviously some guests uh, i'm trying to get more and more guests and trying to kind of reach those higher end guests so if there's anyone you would like let me know uh, shoot me a DM or again through my website. Let me know what you or who would you like to hear on the show. Uh, I think I've got Lawn Tips lined up at some point. If he ever follows through, we've tried to record a podcast like six times, and it's just we've both been busy or he's been busy or whatever. Uh, so I'm calling you out on the public podcast, Lawn Tips Ben. Uh, there will be an episode with him soon, which will be cool, and some other guests on the way as well, which will be pretty wicked. Super keen for that. 2019 is is very, very close upon us, but we don't want to talk about that right now, do we? Um, I have, yeah, 2019 is looking to be an interesting year. The start of the year is looking semi-quiet for weddings, which is a little a little unnerving, uh, but you can't really change that. Um, and I'm not just in it for the money as a wedding photographer, obviously. You know, it is my main source of income, so it's kind of nice to know that you've got income coming in. But... Uh, yeah, the second half of the year is looking really good. Got some super cool weddings lined up. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be really fun. I'm excited. Who knows what 2019 looks like? I think I'd like to travel again. I've got the travel bug ever since Canada, uh, but I'm not sure where. So, it's open. It's an open book. If you have anywhere you want me to go or you want me to photograph a wedding or content or anything like that, let me know. And that will dictate my travel schedule for 2019, I guess. Because uh, that's what happened this year. I booked a wedding in Canada and thus I went to Canada. I was planning on doing New Zealand, so maybe I'll do New Zealand next year uh, in 2019. Maybe. That'd be really cool. Uh, I know I did Canada. Uh, and that was I didn't do the snow of Canada. I did the eastern side in their summer, so there was no snow at all. Uh, so it'd be cool to kind of do New Zealand and do a bit of a snowier holiday. But who knows? We'll see. I guess we'll see what happens and what pops up. But uh, yeah, I'd like to travel definitely. Um, just just unsure as to where I will go, and who with or on my own or what the sitch is. But we'll figure it out as we go. It's pretty much how I do my life. Just wing it, make it up as we go along, fake it till you make it. Uh, yeah. So I've started a Patreon. 
which is another thing that's kind of been in the present on the horizon, been in the in the works for a little bit. Uh, and I'm going to explain to you why I started a Patreon. I did a video about this on my YouTube, and if you saw that, you can just skip through a couple of minutes here if you want. Uh, but if you haven't seen that, this will explain my reasoning behind starting a Patreon. Uh, and it's basically based around this podcast. Um, podcasts are amazing. I love it. It's been super fun. I've really, really enjoyed kicking this podcast off, and it's been fairly well received. I've actually been super stoked on it and what people have been saying, what people have liked, what they haven't liked, uh, where they want to see it go. Um, and to be honest, I'm not really sure where the podcast is going to go. I don't have a grand scheme of you know what I want it to be in four or five years' time. I just love to keep doing it, keep building the community, keep using it as a reason to interview and chat with really cool people. Uh, so that's kind of the only goals I really have set with this podcast really is to just be able to continue to interview cool people and and put out cool content but one of the goals I have is I always want this podcast to be free to access um, I always always want it to be free and I don't want you to have to sit through sponsorships um, I feel like people can sit through like YouTube sponsors and ads um, even though we can skip the ads, I feel like, you know, a sponsorship on a YouTube video, people sit through that, particularly if it's done well. So I don't really have any problems with that, but I feel that when you get to a sponsorship on a podcast, it gets super weird. It gets like, cause you just get given a script and people just have to read the script that just says this episode is sponsored by blah, 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 blah. Today you'll be listening to blah, 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 blah. If you want to apply this, try this and search blah, 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 blah. And no one really likes it. It just takes up like 30, 30 seconds to a minute 30 of a podcast that no one really wants to hear and everyone skips. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't, I don't want my podcast to be like that. I don't want to have sponsors. I don't want to have advertisements on this podcast and I want to keep it free at all times. So that is why I've started the Patreon. So basically Patreon is set up. It's American. Unfortunately, that makes it a little bit harder over here in Australia because it's in US dollars and things like that. And that's a little bit frustrating, but there's no way around it really. Uh, but basically what it is, is it is set up so that patrons or, or whatever you want to call them, the people that are supporting my Patreon account will pay a certain amount and you will sign up to a certain amount per month. Uh, and so I have three tiers. I have a $4 tier, I have a $10 tier and I have a $20 tier. Uh, and basically with each of those tiers, you will get a little bit more access to things and be able to support me. So one of these things is obviously, uh, I've talked about it before, and they are in the process of being designed and on the way, uh, is stickers. Uh, so I'm going to start a bit of a sticker club around Coffee Talks, and there will be stickers released every month or every couple of months, uh, just different stuff. You can stick on your MacBook, you can stick on your car, you can stick on your desk, on your house, you can stick it on your friend, your mum, your dog, your cat. Maybe don't stick it on your dog or your cat, because it probably will rip the hair off, and that's not ideal. Um, and there'll be other things, but different tiers on Patreon will allow you access to different things. So, you know, level one with $4 a month will get you access to, um, a group where you will be able to ask questions. You'll be able to know what guests are coming up as interviews. You'll be able to specifically tailor questions towards them. You get access to stickers. Tier two, the $10 one, you'll get the same group, the same stickers. You'll get access to 25% off all future merch. You'll get access to live videos with guests. 
um, on the Patreon platform that only the $10 and up tier will have. Uh, and then there's the $20 tier, uh, which is $20 a month. Again, you'll get stickers, group access, live video access. Uh, your, your questions in the group will be prioritized. So if you ask a question, it will be asked on the show. Uh, and also you will get 50% off all future merch, which is pretty wicked because there is some cool stuff in the works again. Uh, plus last but not least, you'll get access to the secret content. So that $20 a month tier, it sounds a little bit more expensive, but what you will get is there'll be bonus podcasts where you will do like, you can ask me anything and that will be in those podcasts that will not be listening, listenable audible will not be audible to the public uh there'll be secret videos and vlogs there might be a secret extra video with guests that will be released to you so you kind of get a lot more by paying for that tier uh but again each tier helps a huge amount so the point behind the patreon is so that this podcast doesn't have ads and sponsors so it's kind of a compromise you know the more uh, people support me on Patreon, the more I can put into this podcast and all the money from the Patreon will be going straight back into this podcast, into merch, into paying for bigger guests, paying travel fees for guests and to go and interview people. Uh, so the money will be going straight back into this. Um, but yeah, the, the, the more I'm supported on Patreon, the less likely it is that there will be sponsors and advertisements in this podcast. The less likely I'm sponsored or the less I'm sponsored and looked after on Patreon, uh, unfortunately, you know, it might end up getting to a point where I have to bring on some sponsors to be able to continue the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's just a bit of an opportunity to help create more of a community around this podcast, more exclusive access for some people. Uh, so if you're interested, you can check that out at patreon.com slash T-H-O-M-D-Y-R-D-W-Y-E-R. I don't know why I spell it every time. I just feel like people don't know how to spell my name yet. I'm not famous enough for that. Maybe one day. So that's my Patreon, that's what I started, and that's why I started it, a little bit of information for you there, uh, I'd love your support, but if not, that is totally cool, if it's not what you want to do, I understand, and you can still listen to this podcast, it'll still be here, uh, but if you want some extra juicy content, some extra sick merch at cheap costs, uh, you'll be able to have access to that by supporting me on my Patreon, uh, and merch, that's another thing that's coming up on the horizon, I am working on merchandise, uh, and I have agreed to team up with another friend slash local Australian company in which we will be supporting charities with every bit of merch we sell. Uh, so I kind of like the idea of exclusivity. Uh, so all the merchandise I make will be limited numbers. Uh, so any shirts, any coffee mugs or anything like that will be limited numbers, limited runs, and each one will be tailored to, it uh, will be supporting a different charity so day-to-day is a company or an organization here in Australia that a friend has started uh, that they do some merchandise and basically uh, any you get to buy that merchandise and pick any charity for 10% of it I believe to go to Uh, and so what we're going to do is or what I'm going to do is every time I create merch and sell it a certain percentage or a certain amount of dollars from that purchase will go straight to their charity of the month um, so it'll be either they pick the charity that's been supported the most or supported the least or one that they feel should be supported more and that merchandise line or that run of shirts or whatever will be supporting a specific charity. So you get to make a difference while looking sick. Uh, so that's all in the works. It's in the design process and will be out soon. So keep your eyes peeled for that because they will look fresh 
and probably hopefully feel good as well and you know you can save the world a little bit while you're doing it who doesn't want to do that um i got some video ideas that i kind of wanted to talk about on this podcast um obviously i'm trying more and more to just figure out youtube and it's a hard slog youtube is it's a tough one, really. It's one that I love. I love viewing YouTube and I love making films, but it's hard when, you know, the support and the views just aren't there sometimes. Uh, but it's not all about that. It's just, you know, it gets you into a bit of a mental mental space when you're not doing the views and you're not putting out regularly because you're busy and you want to put out, but you can't. Um, and it kind of, it does get to you, it does take its toll, it does get to you to a point where you kind of go, is it worth it, is it not worth it, uh, but in the end, if you love it, it's worth it, and I love YouTube, so in my opinion, it is definitely worth it. Uh, so i got some video ideas, some plans that are probably uh, coming up or going to happen. Uh, one that I've, I, I, I want to make content that makes a difference, that challenges people, that encourages people or inspires people. Um, so that's kind of like a big plan that I do have and I've always wanted to do with it. Uh, and one thing about that is I wanted to put out a video about comparison, uh, cause there got to be a point where, um, not, not that it was bad and, and there was nothing seriously, you know, medically wrong with me or anything like that. However, I just got to a point where I was watching friends succeed on YouTube uh, people I knew find success in YouTube and obviously the big YouTube is doing really well and you know you start to compare you start to go why are they getting the views why are they getting the subscribers when I'm not and it's just a natural state of mind I think comparison uh, and so I kind of thought it would be really interesting to make a, a film about uh, comparison and what it can do to you what it has the potential to do uh, but also how it has the potential to drive you and encourage you and push you to do better. Um, so that's that's in the plan. It'll come out at some point. Um, just I just got to figure out how it looks. Put it, and I want to put a lot of effort and a lot of work into that one. So it'll be a serious, a bit of a serious video. But I think it'll be worth it. I think it'll be something that can be shared around and challenge and inspire some people, which is really really good. I have another funny, potentially crazy idea to have. Uh, to have to film to film a video I so I live in Orange as you know I work up here or it's where I base myself from I work all around the world which is cool but um, yeah Orange is quite known as well for nice little cafes good coffee a lot of good food and wine culture we have wine week coming up actually because there's a lot of vineyards and wineries out here which is amazing uh, but we've got a lot of coffee and so I had this crazy idea that started um, and I was like, oh man, there's so many places to get coffee and I started to add them up and there's a ridiculous number like up in the hundreds, I believe, of where you can get coffee here in Orange and that's including like servos that do coffee, McDonald's, Hungry Jack's and also including really good cafes. Uh, and so I thought it could be crazy to make a video trying all of those coffees. Initially I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to try all the coffee in Orange in one day. Then when I started to add all the numbers up, I was like, hmm, one day. It's going to be a lot of coffee in one day. So I steered away from that one day and expanded to one week and then expanded from one week to maybe one month. Uh, so I could do that. That's a video I might do. But then again, it is also fairly insane to drink, you know, 100 plus coffees 
in a week, in a day. So it could be, could happen, it could not happen. I haven't decided yet, but I think it could be some fun. It could just be a bit of a laugh. Just kind of having a standard basing three coffees, uh, trying trying one coffee at every place, the same type of coffee, and basing it off three things, price, flavor, and value for, for money or something like that, um, or consistency or something. You know, just having a standard way to judge the coffees and see whether it is actually worth going to a really, really good cafe and paying 4 or $5 for a coffee, or whether it's just as good to go to the 7-Eleven and pay $1 for a coffee. So, you know, that that's kind of why it'd be fun to do. Uh, I'm really enjoying the documentary and film-style kind of YouTube stuff, so I'm hoping to kind of maybe do some stuff like that with some musicians and different things in the future. Uh, just as to how that looks again, we haven't I haven't quite fleshed that idea out. Uh, and I do have a bit of a, a travel vlog in the works. Um, I've still got to do part two of Canada. That'll come out at some point when I when I just find the time to edit it. Um, but I want to do a bit of a travel vlog, and I'm teeing up with a local travel app for Orange here about doing doing a film for them in regards to our town of Orange. Because uh, quite often we see travel films made about you know America, Canada. Africa, all these cool places, and I thought, what if we did a travel film for the local area I live and treated my hometown as if I was here as a guest? Um, so that's the plan as to when that'll come out, what it looks like. I've still got to talk with those guys, that company. Hopefully, they're a bit of a, a bit of a sponsor for that and can make it happen, which would be good for them to get get a bit more exposure, but also sick for me to just film some cool stuff and make it a bit different, which would be wicked. Um, so that's that's some video ideas I've got in the future, some plans, uh, a little bit about what's happening on the horizon, a little bit about what where I've been and what's been going on. Uh, if you want to keep regularly updated, you can can follow me on Instagram at Tom Dwyer. Um, that's where I do all my regular updates. Or you can follow my business one, Light City Creative. You'll find me there too. Uh, you could follow me on Twitter if you want. Uh, I'll be honest, I don't actually use use Twitter a whole lot. I probably should use it more. But again, it's just one of those things. It's just another bit of content that I've got to publish on. And, you know, I just feel like Australians, we don't use Twitter a whole lot. I feel like Twitter is very big in the States. We just haven't caught on to it over here. But, you know, you can find me on there. It's Tom DeWire. And that's my username. It's Tom DeWire, not, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, um, but one of the things I wanted to answer before the end of this podcast uh, i like to keep these solo sessions a bit shorter so you don't have to listen to my whole voice for an hour because i can ramble on too uh is i always get asked this because obviously i'm a wedding photographer and i used to do used to do with the company uh wedding videography so light city creative used to be a wedding photography and filmmaking company uh and we used to do lots of wedding films and photos together and the reason i started that uh was because i you know it was kind of a wasn't really being done out here in Central West. There wasn't anyone that did photos and videos for your wedding at the same company. So you kind of had to pay, you know, a certain price to one person to be a photographer and one company to be a filmmaker or that kind of thing. And so it was kind of a, a bit of a unique standing point, a starting point for us. Uh, it was really good for me because it allowed me to get the name out there a bit more. Um, you know, full service, I guess, servicing both areas gave me more exposure to people. So it started to grow the business a bit better. Um, but I gave it up, gave it up as of this year officially. Uh, so I have three wedding videos left to this year coming up actually in November, uh, and one next year, which is the last one I will have. 
Um, I do have friends that want me to come out of retirement for their weddings, but the, you know, some of them aren't even dating people. So that could, we'll see how that goes. We'll, we'll have that discussion in the future. Friends, we'll work that out. Uh, but people ask me all the time, why did I give it up? Why did I stop wedding videography? Why did I stop, you know, that, that kind of film. And it was an interesting one because it was a tough battle. Partly the decision was partly made in full because I, um, I had a girl, Caitlin, shout out to you, Caitlin, if you're listening to the podcast who worked for me, you probably would have seen her through that stuff. Uh, she worked for me as my videographer. So we would do a wedding together as a team. I would shoot the photos. She would shoot at my shoulder, shooting the videos and I would just do all the editing. Uh, and she moved away this year. So that's cool. Uh, all power to her. Congratulations on graduating uni and moving away. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, but it's not like she just moved down the road. She moved to Port Douglas, which is like the other side of the country. Um, so it's not really like she can kind of just come back for a wedding because it's a bit of a travel trick. Uh, so that was part of the reason why I gave it up. Uh, I think that was more of the excuse to give it up. I'd been struggling with it for a while. Um, the truth is I love it. I, I severely and extremely love the art of filmmaking. Filmmaking is just incredible. Uh, the, the, the beauty of tying together music and, and sound and audio effects and video and putting it all in this one piece that just you watch it and it's you know eight minutes long or something like that and you just by the end of it you just want you want to cry but you want to be excited and happy and you want to congratulate the couple but you've never met them before and so you want to get remarried yourself so you can get a film made uh wedding videos are just amazing i have a high value for them and a high love for them i love all kinds of filmmaking really and i really appreciate it um but the problem is i found that wedding filmmaking wasn't really valued as much by by the normal people, people that don't uh, do wedding videos or wedding photography or that kind of in the industry, which is unfortunate because in the long run, it started to become, uh, it's a lot of work to do a wedding video. Obviously, there's a lot that goes into it from audio and filming and editing and, you know, color grading and speeches and ceremony and first dance. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. Uh, And unfortunately, people weren't seeing the value in it. Um, so people were like, yeah, a wedding video, that only costs 500 bucks. Uh, or that's what they thought it should cost. But reality is it's like a, it's like a 30 hour job. So it's like a full, full work week, you know, nine to five kind of situation, full work week. And so you probably should be charging like five grand for what you're doing, but people only want to pay 500. And so you got to kind of meet in the middle. So, you know, partly I lost the passion and the love for it because, you know, people weren't finding the value in it. It was hard and the hours I was doing for it was ridiculous and crazy and I wasn't making money and I was still enjoying parts of it, but there was parts of it that I was like, well, this sucks and is it really worth doing it because I'm not enjoying it and, and you, you wrestle with that battle. So I kind of fell out of love and out of passion with it a little bit because of that. Uh, but then at the same time, every time I completed a wedding video and and had the final trailer put together, I just I just fell in love with it again, and and so I take on more, and uh, and it got to the point where I just went, nah. Unfortunately, I just can't sustain this. Um, and it, it was a tough decision to make. In honesty, it was a tough decision, a tough battle, um, but it had to be made. I think in the end, giving up wedding filmmaking has what has been allowed me to pursue and really stand out in my wedding photography. 
because lots of things I learned in wedding filmmaking crossed over into my unique way of shooting photos. You know, the settings from video to photo are very different um, because you've got slower shutter speeds and things like that and different f-stops and ISOs and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and for me, I think part of my filmmaking and, and my wedding videography side of things is what allows my photos to be unique and stand out from other wedding photographers um, because I kind of I kind of com- compile the two things together. Um, so it was, a, it was a tough thing to give up wedding videos, but I think in the long run it's paid off mostly. So yeah, it sucked having to turn away some people. Um, you know, there's nothing ever good when you're like, nothing ever feels good about turning away a couple, uh, but also turning away money that, you know, you could be making. Uh, but I think allowing myself to focus on one area and, and excel in that as opposed to stretch myself between two areas a bit more um, has been excellent. And I still love videos. And like I said, that's why I continue to do YouTube because I love filmmaking. I love editing. I love putting music to video and making it just work. It's just amazing. Uh, but unfortunately, I started to fall out of love with wedding videos and thus it just needed to come to an end. And so... When Caitlin was moving, I kind of had no choice but to end until, or I mean, I could have paid other people to do it for me, but Caitlin shot the same way I did because I trained her. So, you know, my wedding videos were consistently the same because they were filmed the same way and edited the same way because she learned to do everything the way I did. So it was very consistent. Uh, and so in the long run, I just kind of went, look, this is probably the best time I will ever have to be able to stop doing wedding videos without copying the flack from everyone. So when she moved away, we just called it and said, look, unfortunately, we will no longer be continuing wedding videos. Very sad, um, unfortunately, but that is the way the cookie crumbles. Um, thank you to all my people who trusted me, obviously, and, you know, I continue to work with some people. And if you've booked a wedding video, obviously, I will continue to, to fulfill that as a contract and blah, blah, blah. So that would continue. So I still have a few left to do. Um, but I know plenty of great people, plenty of great people to work with as wedding videographers. So if you are looking for them, you can try some amazing videographers, people that stand out, uh, that I personally know are people like, um, you know, studio door here in orange is a great guy. Um, I can't even think of their name right now. Why, why, why is this happening? Anchor, Anchored Cinema. Ah, uh, there we go. Anchored Cinema are quite, they're all around Australia. They're pretty good. Jade and Mark uh, up in Brisbane. If you happen to listen to this, Jade, I'd love to get you on the podcast one day. Uh, but he's a great filmmaker, does incredible wedding videos. And there's plenty of guys, plenty of guys all around Australia. If you want really, really good people from around the world, check out White and Reverie. They just freaking blow my mind every time I watch one of their wedding videos. And that was the problem. I would watch one of their wedding videos and go, that's so amazing. I want to do that. And then I would do it and then I just wasn't enjoying it while doing it. But then I would finish it and then watch another one of theirs and be like, yeah, that's amazing. I want to do that. And then I would just kind of just be stuck in a cycle. Um, So, yeah, that's a bit of answer to you there. A bit of answer to a question that you didn't ask. Um, Well, a lot of people asked, but maybe you didn't personally. Um, But I'm going to wrap the podcast up there. Like I said, I had to keep these personal solo sessions a little bit quieter and a little bit shorter, a little bit quieter. They're not really quieter. I still talk the same level. They probably still sound the same because it's all the same setup it's just me on my own nobody here beside me i'm gonna stop singing and uh end the podcast thank you again for listening i would really appreciate it if you would subscribe subscribe um yeah you subscribe on on podcast still 
you can find this podcast or you can find it anywhere you can find podcasts google spotify anchor apple uh, any of those places you can find this podcast, leave a review, leave five or four or three stars, probably don't leave two or one, but if you really think it's worth two or one stars, please do let me know. Uh, I appreciate all your feedback and your reviews because uh, it really does support the podcast. And again, I'd appreciate it if you could share this podcast with someone that you think might like it. Share it on your Facebook, share it on your wall, send a, an owl with an envelope attached, do whatever you need to. Uh, but thank you so much for listening as always uh, and stay tuned for some really exciting things coming up, more podcasts, more content uh, and check out my website, my Instagram or my Patreon to find out more information or support me in any kind of way. Really appreciate it guys. Thank you very much and I will see you or you will hear me actually next time. <laughs>